This is Blythe Baines, and you're listening to Inspirato Projecto. Wow, wow, wow. By the way, we're going to have Blythe Baines on the... uh, We're going to have her on Inspirato Projecto the... What date would that be? December... It's a third. Third Monday. Every other... Oh, one, two, two, three. So the 16th. She's going to be on the 16th. For now, you're going on with me on a journey. It's now uh, December 2nd. Uh, who knows by the time you hear this how late it'll be. But that's all part of the charm, right? It's a time travel, time travel experience, these episodes. Some of this stuff happens much earlier, like the past episode that we heard uh, had a, an interview with Spencer McCall on it. And uh, that was from months ago, which I'm getting around to posting then. This Blythe Baines interview, this is a piece of a larger interview that we had. So I like to intersperse those. You know, I'll spend time talking for about an hour or two with someone. And then um, I like to put them in a little 15-minute increments, maybe 10 it all, it all kinds of depends. It all, it all kind of depends how the uh, conversation evolves. So today I'm going to do something different. I'm going to... Uh, I've gotten back into the habit of going live on K-Chung. K-Chung is on 1630 AM in Chinatown, Los Angeles... You can hear it on the radio dial. You can also hear it streaming on kchungradio.org. And this is the first and third Monday of every month. So today is December 2nd. And then the third Monday is going to be the 16th or whatever it was I just said. So, yeah, that happens 1 o'clock to 2 o'clock Pacific Standard Time. Which means, uh, if I do my math correctly, that means that if you live out there in Florida, that is uh, 4 Four to five? Yeah, four to five. Interesting. So for the people out here in Los Angeles, it's their lunchtime. It's their lunchtime. Around that time. And then out there in Florida, it's kind of like dinner time, isn't it? You got off work. You're getting off work. Maybe you're driving home listening to this. I know Pauly Shores. I'm astonished. Pauly Shores from Yachtly Crew. My brother, because uh, I'm Stony Shores and Yachtly Crew, Yacht Rock Band of Titans. <laughs> Polly listens to this show when he's driving to gigs, when he's, you know, driving about town. I'm just honored to know that anybody's listening to this show. I inspire any of you to. Leave, leave your legacy behind uh, for your, both your future self and your relatives, friends, family, the people who've wanted to know what goes on inside your mind. Just imagine the people that we work with day in and day out, and we don't know what's going on in their minds. We don't know what kind of thoughts, what kind of epiphanies, what kind of dreams, hopes, synchronicities they've been experiencing. We have no idea. So let my travels uh, 
through the great beyond serve as a symbolic representation, let's say, of all the people out there in the world that we walk past. Every day we walk past. Everyone's got some thoughts going on in their brains. I love seeing people at their fullest potential. So speaking of that, today we're going to do we're going to open up the phone lines 561-203-9179. That's the Google Voice number and if you look, the area code is in fact on Mars. Or no, Jupiter. Sorry, Jupiter. I'm Sagittarius. It had to be Jupiter. So, on Jupiter. That is where Inspirato Projecto uh, hotline goes to. So, uh, so off to the left here, we've got some, some guys with jackhammers. They're digging into the, into the street. There's a large metal uh, robot um, brontosaurus. It's like a brontosaurus of sorts. Just a big, big metal one. Just digging deep in there. Just digging deep in there. One, two, three, four, five, six. Six construction dudes. I wonder how that feels to be a construction person, to know that you alter the landscape of your neighborhood, of the world. It all depends on what your mission is. It all depends on what your current uh, modus operandi at hand is are you carving open a new lane for the freeways are you digging deeply into a street are you covering up a pothole any number of things so today we're opening up the hotline 561-203-9179er if you sing it, it's a lot easier to remember, which goes like this. Five, six, one, two, zero, three, nine, one, seven, niner. Your turn. Five, six, one, two, zero, three, nine, one, seven, niner. Let's hear it again. One more time. Five, six, one, two, zero, three, nine, one, seven, niner. And now there you go. That, uh, the, the magic number is three, so ideally that is just emblazoned in your brain. It always helps to have a jingle. Always helps to have a jingle. Thank you for every, uh, everyone so far who have contributed to, to Inspirato Projecto. Either by calling into the show on Kay Chung or uh, leaving a message on the hotline. Uh, uh, all my friends on Anchor who have the ability to, to leave messages, which, by the way, any of you who are listening, you, you, can, you can call in through Anchor, actually, believe it or not, through the app. I think it just takes down your email address. And, you know, you, you're not required to have your own show. You can. That could, be the, that could be the jumping block to you creating your own show. You find me on there. You find Inspirato Projecto on there. On uh, Anchor. 
And if you go to my show, you'll see there's a little button up there, a little green plus sign. Green plus sign. And if you press on that, you can leave a voice message for me. Up to a minute. It lets you do a minute. So you could just you could just stack them in there, just a whole bunch of them, and I'll and I'll put them on the uh, episode. Actually, there's a good chance that you might actually hear uh, a voicemail. We'll see. We'll see who we got here. Uh, something tells me it might be Maria Humphreys or even Man Behind the Machine. And if we got one from each of them, I'll put them both on here. They 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 leave some amazing messages in the voicemails, and so you can hear what that's like. And that's through Anchor. Um, of course, if you want to send me any audio, uh, like I would say up to three minutes is good. Email that to me and email that to inspiratoprojecto at gmail.com. Email that there. Or you, if you want to call the hotline, you can leave a message on there. 561-203-9179. Or I'll just take down the MP3 of that little, of that little cookie and uh, put, it, put it into the next episode as a segment. I love the audience participation aspect of this whole thing. Sometimes I like to try to shoot for a theme on the show. Other times we just see what kind of in- interesting information we culminate through the uh, through 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 the time space continuum. Uh, so yeah, it's fun to curate it. It's fun to curate it. That's a key word that's been floating around these days a lot. Curate. 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 Kurt's curate. Curate. Curated by Kurt. Kurt Curate. Hi. Nice to meet you. I'm Kurt Curate. And I curate. Some people are creators. I'm a curator. Ooh, that's pretty cool. A curator. So a creator is not someone who's necessary. Well, I was just going to say, a a creator is someone who creates. Curator is something that takes something that's already created and and, um, sculpts it. Sculpts it together. It's like a Dr. Frankenstein. A curator is a Dr. Frankenstein, if we're going to talk in uh, monster terms. Curator. It is possible to be a creator and a curator. So that, I mean, think about that. Uh, yo soy uh, manzanas e, uh, e, Yo soy manzanas e, uh, pen. So I have apples and bread. Yo soy manzanas e pan. Este pan. Este pan. La mujer. La mujer. La mujer. Come manzanas. The lady eats her apples. El profesor. It's Bebo No It's Bebe Agua The professor Or maybe I don't even have to put S El uh, El Professor Bebe Agua That is the professor drinks water 
learning my Spanish through Duolingo. It's been about four days since I, I jumped into Duolingo. I found myself becoming more obsessed with, uh, I don't want to say obsessed, concerned, more concerned with, you, you know, using it like it was a video game and climbing the charts rather than just learning at my own pace. So it was kind of burning me out a little bit. However, I'd like to believe I'm, I'm maintaining, maintaining it, maintaining the information. Could be los informaciones. Huh. Elegante. Es elegante. El elegante. I am el. El, el elegante. I am el. El elegante. Maybe a good superhero. Elegante. El elegante. El, what is it, El Manzanas or La Manzanas? La Manzanas Elegante, the elegant apples. That'd be an interesting, uh, like a, let's see, ooh, you know, that could be like, uh, I'm taking a stab here. Okay, so, um, okay, get this. Punk rock songs in a marinacci, mariachi style, but slowed down, slowed down, like a classical piece. So it's punk rock songs with mariachi music equipment, slowed down almost in a classical kind of fashion. That's something to think about. They'd be a good band. So... So there you have it. All right, we're going down into the uh, subway now. And uh, we'll talk to you later. We'll talk to you later. This is insane. I've written it in a letter. Uh, oh, I'm my a big, God. I'm a big letter writer. And so I, I realized that there's power in, like, putting something on paper, sending it out. Like, get it to someone else. Like, it doesn't have to stay in your mind. You don't have to, like, focus on it. Um, just write out the intention, send it out, forget about it. Which is especially powerful because that's your own hand, that's your own intention. Each little curve is your yep. thought that's going into that little thing. No, exactly. Just like a groove in a record. And you're casting that spell right there. Zoop, 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 and, you, and you send it out exactly. off. That is cool. <laughs> Yeah, that no. is cool. It's wow. It's awesome. What What are some of the most recent um, manifestations? Yeah, yeah, and synchronicities and all that okay, cool stuff that's see. happening. Let's see. Okay, so oh, okay, so one of my friends got um, this bee tattoo, and then I had met up with a friend that I hadn't seen in like a super super long time. Um, met up with them, and I see that they also have this tattoo it's like this bee like wasp i don't know and i'm like holy cow i'm like can i take a picture of that and they're like sure so i take a picture and i send it to my other friend and he's like whoa like that's insane because he had just gotten this bee tattoo and that friend did not have that bee tattoo when i knew them like way back when when we were like hanging out wow. so I'm just, like that is wow. so strange um let's see what else it's honestly it's like an everyday it's an everyday thing. So every day this happens, you write them down? Well, most days I write them down, yeah. 
um, sometimes I kind of like forget because you know you're out and you're doing things when they happen and so uh, it, but it is it is kind of like a lot of it is stored do in you, my brain do you ever audio record them? never audio recorded them but I should start doing that I think that's a good idea um, no it's just some crazy stuff especially like my whole 777 thing and I still kind of use 777 as a number to guide me um yeah, I, I see it like a lot of places, Whoa. and it kind of has always led me to the right people. Um, it's a really, <laughs> a really neat thing. I love how the universe can just peek out like that. Yeah. You know, and it speaks through math, it speaks through numerology, it speaks through... When, when I feel the synchronicities at an all-time high, I start seeing the symbols and the license plates and everywhere, you know, as you do too. You see, you see it in the, in the billboards, or you see it somewhere and you go, whoa, I just said that exact same phrase to this person and bam, now there's that thing. Um, like, oh, it's been happening with Yachtly Crew. So, okay, so in the band, I'm Stony Shores, uh -huh. and then I got Pauly Shores, who, who's my pseudo brother, you know, he plays the saxophone. Uh -huh. And, um, and that just happened by pure... Because I sent a text to my dad. I said, Dad, I want to make an alias for, for Yachtly Crew. Who should I be? And he gave me about four or five names. Uh, and I thought, oh, I like Stony Shores. And then when we ended up getting the saxophone player, his name was Paul. And they go, oh, he could be Pauly Shores. We throw an S on there. So what's so interesting is, recently I saw that Pauly Shore, the comedian, was going to be doing comedy at one of the venues that that we were playing at and I'm like oh my god That's of course so and I took a picture funny. of it and I sent it to the Yachtly crew like text message thing and then while we were at St. Rock the other night um, we're sitting there talking with the girl who's up at the thing I go oh I'm Stony Shores here's Polly Shores and she goes she goes I Polly Shore was just here on stage That's the other night she goes here's a picture funny. of he and I and she goes and uh, and she and I'm like, that's crazy. Like, there you are. There's the two of you. And it was that's just like this so amazing funny. moment where they're, oh my God. It that was like. That reminds me of something that happens. So, okay, my friend, Michael, he's one of my best friends. Um, he has, I, I probably shouldn't give out his Finsta username or whatever, but it it is something to do with Steve Zahn. Mm. Um, and I did not know who Steve Zahn oh, was. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That guy's great. I didn't know Steve Zahn even existed. Um, so I have a friend, Michael, and he has this username with Steve Zahn in it. And um, then I get invited to this birthday party with my friend. And so I go there. And the the group of people that are there, they were in the show um, with Steve Zahn. And it was just so weird. Steve Zahn wasn't there, but it was like... You know, the guy whose birthday it was was, like, a character in the show. Like, you know, most of the people there were, like, you know, his actor friends from this show. That's incredible. With Steve Didn't even know Steve Zahn existed before this film. Just, like, that is insane. Um, I so love it. So right when Steve Zahn came into, like, my sphere of awareness, like, you know, these people who worked with Steve Zahn on a television show. Incredible. Like, weirdly just came into my life at this party that is so crazy it was so strange it's so funny because oh, so he was in a, in a movie by uh, called suburbia and i i would watch that movie a lot and um and i was doing i did extra work a lot back you know when i moved out here it was funny because i had recently seen suburbia and then i went into work on a movie i want to say it was daddy daycare or something i remember eddie murphy was in the movie and steve zahn was there I'm like, man, 
You are such a great actor. I, I, you're phenomenal in suburbia, and this is so crazy. Now, here you are right now. So it's funny that here you present to me the secret of City with Steve. Well, it's though. actually it's actually funny that you um, mention that movie because. <laughs> Hello, Kurt, how are you? I hope you had a great Thanksgiving, a great Thanksgiving weekend. I heard you had a Thanksgiving Eve show. Well, it sounds amazing. And uh, I don't know, I was just laughing. <laughs> I was thinking about you lately. I just republished, I guess, the, the anchor interview that we did at the podcast explosion in October. Tanique is trying really hard to get people to the December 14th date. I don't know if I'm going to be able to make it, but I was laughing. That was fun when you and Amber Smiles Jones and I were talking at the, uh, at the podcast explosion. So I hope you're having fun out there interviewing people at crazy places like you do. And I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Oh, it's Maria. Did I say that? Maria from Strong Body, Strong Soul. That's right. <laughs> Bye. Thank you for that wonderful message, Maria. Maria is uh, Maria Humphreys from Strong Body, Strong Soul. She is referring to the wonderful time that we shared at the Los Angeles Podcast Explosion, which was, I don't know, a couple. Was that like a couple of months ago? The Grafton. It was so much fun. I won't be able to make it there. Uh, but it was so much fun. And Maria and Amber Smiles and I, we, we all had a wonderful interview. She interviewed us. Uh, Maria interviewed us for her podcast, Strong Body, Strong Soul, while I simultaneously recorded the interview for Inspirato Projecto, which is in a, a previous episode, which you can listen to if you'd like. It'd be interesting if you were to get <clears throat> one resource, like let's say a laptop, and uh, hi Gonzo, hi Gonzo. Uh, let's say if you were to get a laptop, and you play hers, and then you get a cell phone, you get this phone right here, and you uh, that you're listening to this on. Maybe you're listening to it, and who knows on a phone. And you press play on both both of them. That would be interesting to see to see, see how that sort of simulcast would work. Uh, I hope your Thanksgiving was great, Maria. I had a po- I had a pre Thanksgiving podcast and I had a post Thanksgiving podcast. The pre Thanksgiving podcast involves uh, my time out there in San, uh, San Diego with Yachtly Crew, and then the post Thanksgiving was at Abby. Schock, Schockner's house, Schock, Schockner, with Craig Spivak. Craig Spivak was reading her poetry, and uh, a room full of comedians. These were all people who met each other at open mics, so that was a lot of fun. And that that one actually was the last episode. Now Tanika Tanika Drake, uh, we heard a little message from her. She's the one who's putting these things together. So, uh, so you heard her promo for the next podcast event and I would love it uh, if any of you were to make it out there and and check it out I wish I could be there to, to hang out with you guys but I'll be at a Yachtly Crew show 
let me know. Let me know how it goes, you guys. Let me know how it goes. And, and let me know how your Thanksgiving was, Maria. What the heck did you end up doing? Did you end up podcasting people? You have all your relatives around a dinner table and you just turn it into a big podcast event. Now, that would be pretty cool. That would really be awesome. All right. Uh, now, now we got a message from Man Behind the Machine. Let's see what he's, let's see what he's up to. Dear Inspirato Projecto, do you know that there is a church of artificial intelligence that pits the singularity of merging man with machine versus naturalism and the belief in man controlling his own destiny? Who do you think worships at the altar? Is it Kurzweil and his transhumanists? Both Elon Musk and Stephen Hawking have cautioned against the technological wave that we seem to be currently facing. Behind the machine with another home run question. Yikes, McFikes. I gotta tell you, whoo, that's a heavy duty, it's a heavy duty piece of information there. Man, you always are on the fringe of AI simulation. Uh, I mean, dude, you're you're in there. You're in there. Um. I remember seeing a video one time with a guy who hooked his brain up to his office somehow. So he, like the camera crew was following him around. He and he and he's like, uh, "Look, I can open up the door with my mind." And and he just thought about it. And you saw the door open up for him. And he goes, "I can turn on the lights." And he looks at the lights and lights turn on. And so he's just showing us how he's turning on all these various apparatuses, apparati in his office and what he's capable of because he had his brain somehow in tune with this stuff. And I know there's sort of like a, I'm putting it in quote, poor man's version uh, of this kind of thing with a, there's a, there's something called, there's an apparatus, it's called emotive, E-M-O-T-I-V. And you put it on your head and there are video games that you can play and you're playing them with your mind. Like imagine like a Mortal Kombat kind of game. Two fighters, they're on this, you know, a side side view and you're making the little guys jump around and fight each other and stuff. That's, and then there's another thing I saw that utilized that same technology. And what it was, was it was a remote control a radio controlled, I guess, robot, and it had a camera through its eyes. And you, I think, yeah, so it's so, in a sense, you'd be looking at your laptop um, to see through the eyes of the little robot guy that's moving around your house or wherever. Uh, and you're controlling it with your brain. 
you're controlling where it's how it's walking you know what direction it's walking in where it's looking I don't know if it could pick up stuff but I imagine you know then you, you're picking up stuff with your brain so I'm thinking you know those are the beginning technologies and once someone gets a hold of just pieces of any kind of technology they then can just run with it and and alter it and change it and turn it into what they want to and it's anybody's guess at that point it's interesting it's like there's this uh, photo that I saw of it said pre iPhone and it said post iPhone so it showed all what all the all the phones looked like before the iPhone. And then once the iPhone came out, then all these other companies followed suit and tried to make their phones more of like a smartphone kind of thing. And that's, that's just really intriguing to me. What do you think about that? Just incredibly intriguing. So as for a church of AI, I mean... Um, I just don't even know what direction to go with that. Um, I saw something on YouTube where a guy had somehow taken the consciousness of his wife and made a robot head of her. So he made a robot head of his ex-wife and then somehow... I don't know, I mean, this is heavy duty here. I don't know how you even figure this out. Uh, then he took the, the mind, the brain, the everything about that person, how they think, their personality, all that jazz, and he, he put it into the mind of this android. So the android was talking like the dead wife. I mean, it's, and it's like thinking for itself. And it, so if that's the case, and, it, and it's interesting because um, I've been watching Watchmen. Phenomenal show. And it's funny because in the last podcast I just did, and Spencer McCall was talking about how he was working for this company where they were cloning dogs. Uh, there's, there's, in the Watchmen, there's, there's a thing about cloning dogs. So, I mean, that has something to do with AI, I'm thinking, because the computers are thinking, they're going, what little elements of this being, what characteristics do we put into this other being? And how close can we make it right? I guess think about these computers that are like these chess champion computers. There's then there's the quantum computer, which exists both in the zeros and ones at the same time, which means that it is basically tapped into all that is. Infinity. Might as well call it the infinity computer. Man, imagine putting the quantum computer brain into 
a robot, into the body of a robot. Wow, man. That's just heavy-duty stuff, man. Thank you for sharing, man, behind the machine. Thank you so much. Hello, hello, everyone. This is Tinika Drake from God's Gift Through His Word. You are tuned in to Inspirato Projecto for the podcaster's holiday party that will be held at the Grafton Hotel at the Bar 20 restaurant. Please make plans to attend. It's going to be great. And we are striving for 25 people to come on out to bring out Pastor Jay from Walking Truth Radio. So help me help you help us have an amazing time. I'm looking forward to meeting some great people again, and I can't wait. So plan on the podcaster's holiday party, December 14th, which is a Saturday from 5 to 8 p.m. Come out and tell all your Southern California podcasters and podcasters that want to come out and enjoy the show. Again, again, we would love to see you guys out there at the Los Angeles podcast event coming up. I won't be there. I won't be there. However, there will be great podcasters. If you're a Los Angeles podcaster, there are some podcasters that came out a couple months ago to the Grafton, and uh, they, they flew out here from other states. So cool. If you're, if you're on Anchor, if you're on any podcast uh, thing or you listen to podcasts and you want to meet other podcasters or maybe you got questions about how to podcast, and I mean, this is a wonderful network. It's a, a very friendly, very wonderful network. Um, so thank you, Tamika Drake, for that astounding promo. Now, what you're about to hear now, we're going to close out the episodic here, today's episodic, with what I like to call gonzo journalism. Now, this is sort of a style of journalism that uh, many folks attribute to Hunter S. Thompson, the gonzo journalist, the god, the godfather of gonzo journalism. Godfather of gonzo journalism. Yeah, that's him. Hunter S. Thompson. Hey, man. Hey, man. Hey, man. Hey. I'm driving down the highway here. Hey, man. Hey, man. Uh... We got a, a butter acid, a, a bottle of mezcal, got some shrooms and saran wrap, almost good to go. Need me my Nerf pistol. Hey man, where's my Nerf pistol? Hey, hey man. You left it on your firing range, man. Left it on the firing range? What are you talking about, man? You left it on the... F- Fucking firing range, man. You left your nerf pistol out there, man. All right, well, what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do, man? So Hunter S. Thompson, he would. Uh, I've talked about him on a f- few occasions. There's a great, there's a great uh, documentary called Gonzo, which is uh, partial, part, basically partially the reason why uh, Gonzo has his name, Doctor Gonzo. Doctor comes from Doctor Who, of course. Doctor Gonzo. Dr. Gonzo, my cat, my beloved, my beloved, uh, my beloved familiar, as one might say, in Harry Potter land. Hey, sister, my familiar. Hello there, Harry. Harry, where's your familiar, Harry? I'll trade you a corncob pipe for the owl you got on your shoulder. 
So we're going to listen to what we call gonzo journalism. This is a style of journalism invented by Hunter S. Thompson, where he would get he would write for Rolling Stone, all these different companies, and they would send him out there, and he would cover everything except the event that he was sent out there to cover. And it ended up in these crazy articles of him getting in into just crazy trouble. And so he would send that in. And so in a sense, what you're about to hear, this is from the 311 Cruise... That happened, uh, what is it, a year ago? And this is from that. So you're going you're gonna to hear me completely sloshed uh, and getting to know these 311 cruisers. Once again, this is another one of those, what do you call a, uh, what I like to call a choose-your-own-adventure conversation. You can listen to what I'm talking to with these people, or you can listen to what other people are talking about in the background. There's so many ways, so many ways to slice it, so many ways to dice it in the conversation carnival that ye shall experience. Ye shall experience. Speak and spell. Speak speak and spell. Spell experience. Oh my God, I used to do it. Speak. Speak and spell. Speak and <coughs> oh man, that used to be one of my favorite impersonations, but I don't know. <clears throat> speak, speak and spell. Oh man, that is a shadow of its former self. Speak and spell. Oh man, I used to do really good speak and spell. And you kind of inhale when you're talking. Speak and spell. But it didn't sound like that. It was more like a, like a, like a, it wasn't like that. It was more like a, uh, like imagine that, but backwards. So it was like speak and spell, but it was backwards. So it was like speak and spell. See, it's, I can't hit that register. <clears throat> speak and spell. No, that's it's not working. But that sounds sounds more like a computer. That sounds like a speak and spell. Actually, that would be a really cool way for a computer to talk in a movie, in a sci-fi movie. Okay, Captain. Sounds good. Sounds good to me, Captain. Wow, I could put that on my voice, my voiceover demo. So what you're about to hear is some gonzo journalism. You're going to hear uh, just pure sloppiness. This is one of many uh, pieces of the 311 cruise. Uh, if you're one of the 311 cruisers, you might recognize, you know, and if you came across me, a.k.a. Stony Shores, uh, when Yachtly Crew was on there, if you came across me, and you remember having, you slightly, even slightly remember having a conversation with me, uh, you might be on here. So I've been doling out the pieces of this. You can actually check out the history of these. Um, type in the Google machine, put uh, 311 Cruise. I, w- I put put it in the description every time. 311 Cruise. Uh, you might check for keywords. Gonzo Journalism, Gonzo Podcast, Inspirat or Projecto for sure. Oh, this is a good time for me to say, look, if you have any audio that you want to contribute to this podcast that you want to hear on here, Call 561-203-9179. We made great use of it the other day, live on the air, on K-Chung, 1630 AM. That podcast, for some reason, I have some kind of interesting, these interesting technical uh, issues, mishaps, technical mishaps, that have happened uh, with 
uploading audio from my K-Chung broadcasts. I've tried this on a few occasions, and when I listen to it on Anchor, it comes out kind of like garbled and strange. So I just didn't want to take that chance this time. It's already, you know... So what I did was I put it up on a Mixcloud. If you'd like to hear it, you can go to mixcloud.com slash mixcloud.com slash Inspirato Projecto, and you will hear it on there. Now, if you're listening to this podcast, however, um, what's cool is that anything that I post on Anchor, I have it set up so it automatically posts up onto Mixcloud as well. So this, so if you're listening to this and you go down the Mixcloud rabbit hole, you'll, you'll find a lot of those K-Chung links in there. Um from past episodes what I need to do is do a retroactive fit uh, on that and go back through the archives that are saved on K-Chung and get those up to Mixcloud that's part of my mission I gotta write that down in my book so here we go without further ado 311 Cruisers uh, Gonzo Journalism through the through the ship Norwegian Cruise Line and uh, I, I'll probably do a nice little sign-out after this shenanigan. All right, brace yourself. Brace yourself. That's all I can say. Into it, man. Yeah, I've never got it more on this trip. Like, like it's so jam-packed. Where they, like, I just, dude, yeah, so many people were crazy. I, like, I've written down books I need to read. Like, I, that's like, awesome. You know what I mean? Like, I'm like, that's I gotta read awesome. that book. I gotta read this book. <laughs> I gotta call that guy. <laughs> I love it, man. I love it, the openness. And all the stories that I've heard where people just crash at each other's houses if they happen to be in town. Or there's always, it's like the game of trust. It just seems to me like you guys... You know, that there's that phrase, show, don't tell. You guys show what the game of trust really is. When you just go, ah, I'm falling back. And you know that people are going to catch you no matter what. Right. I've seen so many people, whoa. You know, and they're just too drunk. And they're like, and four or five people rush over. They're like, oh, Joey, you okay? And they're like, ah. They're holding him up. And, and they let him down easy, you know. <laughs> and then he sprawled out before freaking, you know, whatever that is, the one arm bandit thing. You know, the slot machine is like, ah. <laughs> Someone's winning a jackpot. He's just like, ah. Blinking lights. <laughs> I see blinking trails. Oh, my God. It's so much fun because there's a better chance with these these kind of mindsets that you're going to talk with someone who is, you know, let's say well-versed in like Alan Watts or, you know, these sort of, these wonderful sort of like philosophies where it is about cooperation or collaboration. Yeah, that nobody or, ever hears about, but they, they touched in somehow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And Maybe they, like, on their own adventure or whatever. Yeah. And it's so fun. You know, it's like Lewis and Clark getting together with Marco... And Polo, or just Marco Polo? <laughs> Marco and Polo. Marco Polo and Marco and Polo. Um, when they all get together and they, they have that mastermind brain session, they're like, dude, here's all my crazy information I've learned from going out there with the machete and, and carving my paths. And they're like, dude, that's awesome. That's a, such a commonality. I can't believe it. You found that same tree because we were way over here. We saw that same kind of tree. You know, and we and here's what we did. And they, they could go, oh, tell me some shortcuts. Okay, here are my shortcuts. And you compare notes, and now it's 
it's like a shorthand there. Now you've gone even faster than before. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, my God. Step, step oh, it's so good. It's so fun. Yeah. It'll flush you all these folks here, man. All these folks here. It's incredible, dude. Like it's the, so the connection, the connections that I've made, dude, are insane. Like there was, I was looking into getting into insurance. Just next thing you know, guess what? I'm meeting this fucking hardcore fucking dude. fucking a hundred thousand dollar fucking man. He does enough so that he can travel and party all year long. But he, now I was like, can I hit you up and pick your brain, dude? So I don't get out of construction. I don't work that hard. I'd rather travel. Going cruises, dude. But he's he's already given me tips on how to be a four five hundred thousand dollar man. He's like, cause it's super. It's a forty, super easy. It's a 40, 40 hour fucking course, dude. It's forty hour, hour course, course to get to get certified to do it. But then you gotta get a job. But now I made a homie that's got a state farm job where I could got a recommendation for you know, you know. This is crazy. The kinds of connections that we make on this. And then on top of it, if I become shaman status, dude, like the connections I made, dude, like, <laughs> oh my god, we need to find a well, grinder that I want. You know. <laughs> I don't want to get a whole lot of other stuff. <laughs> but as far as like all the good fun stuff, so like really exploring it deep, Jonathan, what happened to your shit, your there's the, okay, the so fuck? there's a documentary about a guy who goes out there and searches. <laughs> what, what, what the, you know the word mana or mana? It appears a lot in the Bible. So, oh, so it, it was never truly, actually, truly clear what it actually was. Was it, was it a oh, yeah, metaphor for something? Was it a yeah. food? Things that they said that were supposed to be specific, and everybody took it so literal. Things are skewed. Language wasn't the same. They didn't have the right words for things. Dude, and, and so, so just now it opens it up can. for so much, dude. So many interpretations, and then especially when you look at it through the lens, through the perspective of knowing what you know, you know the pineal gland. Uh, I mean, that was one of the interesting things. They're like, look at what the Pope has. He's got on his staff. There's a and so they're kind of subliminally telling you like this is an important thing to, to pay attention to, but we're gonna sort of like. Mm-hmm. We're gonna put it in your face. Yeah. No, it's a big old you guys are bunch of dumbasses. Right. You're not, you're you're not gonna know what, how important this truly is. So let's distract you with this information instead. But it's so crazy because when you look at those metaphors and you look at those analogies for what those things are, you're like, this is crazy, man. This is this is amazing. So within this documentary, the mana, the mana that he realized was like like magic mushrooms and the ayahuasca and those kinds of things. So in this documentary. The guy goes in search. He goes, does ayahuasca because he wants to see what's going on. Because what he's saying is there's a possibility that when these guys saw Jesus doing his miracles, they've seen him do the miracles because they were on dreams. So he, it was it was something that was baked within the food, just like when they have the cannabis oil and stuff like that. So there's that whole theory that was going on. And so one of the guys that's in the movie, it's what I'm totally trying to get this. The reason why I'm talking about all that is to get to this. Is that there's a guy in the movie who, for, who got, was so affected by it that he formed a company called Rhythmica. I think it's called Rhythmica. And it's like like Costa Rica. And he go there, I think, for like six days and do these like three different ayahuasca ceremonies. 
by different kinds of shaman. So here's this one from, like, let's say, the Amazon rainforest. Here's this one from Peru. Here's this one from, you know, wherever. I'm giving you play by play. It's really interesting. I read an article about this. I was actually considering on doing it, but I heard a lot of reviews, and I feel like it's for the drug nurse or the people that think they can handle it that don't understand and don't know what they're getting into. Because I could, I could go to those kinds of places. Like, I, dude, I, for the longest time when I was young, man, I've tried so hard to take a lot of drugs in a loop to solve it. But I always, always, God damn it, I want to put all the drugs. It wasn't until, like, Saudi that I was just like, dude, and it wasn't until, like, 100 X that I was just like, wah, wah, and I was like, out of body, like, what the fuck is that? That was the only time that I ever, like, lost. Like, every other time, on all that, I gotta get the blood on top. Now, have you ever had an out of body experience? Astral travel? Um, on Salvia, dude. On Salvia? Well, because I get hit back when they didn't have to extract. And so we just fucking, we had bomber extract. This is back when I was like, what do you mean they have Salvia extract? Oh, you don't know? Dude, I'm gonna bring it on the next cruise for sure for all of the rough riders because dude it's salvia is not you know as you know it's not like it's not it's not a party drug it's a it's a a deep introspective you know I mean as if you've done you you totally know and what's interesting is if you've got folks there who are who are keeping watch you know uh, as you as you evolve into a geometry um, <laughs> they're there to watch you make sure that you're like, not going to jump off the balcony for yeah, that. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, so I start off like with that, and then years and years later, I thought I did it. Like, this girl had some boys trying to get it to her, and she's like, Jason, I trust you come over here to this house and try it. I was like, I did it, yeah, well, no big deal. Well, this was the Times 20, dude, and somebody gave it to me. And, I, and these guys party hard. Yeah, yeah, who knows what really yeah, yeah. Like, like, what is that? Face? Like, those guys that are <laughs> I don't hang out with them often. Who's, like, lower than the <laughs> But, uh, yeah, yeah, I went over there, I was like, yeah, I could do this. Like, just register, you it, dude, and I remember my whole reality, like, dude, it was like the rain hit the windshield, dude. It was all, shh. And I was just like, what did you give me? And, dude, I was like, dude, what did these guys give me? Whoa. Yeah, next thing you know, I'm fucking not anywhere. What kind of revelations did you have during that time? What were some of the visuals? Really, really, some of the... What sucked about it is I had a complete stranger who wanted to make, film my reaction. And so subconsciously, I knew he was Oh, fucking... you wanted to film it? Yeah, so like, said... I saw it right when I hit him. He was like, boom, camera on me, dude. And I don't like shit like that on me. Like, I'm very much like, me, first one, no one. Like, I'm, let me think of my shit. Okay, so and so, like, I had fucking just, like, even though everybody else was, like, climbing over coffee tables and shit, like, I was just like, ugh. I mean, get my shit, like, deep down, I still knew he was fucking But no, so that's what started off, dude, because I was like, wow, mind blowed. So then from 20 on to 40, and then to 60, and then I was like, 100. So I went to the 100, dude, and that fucking grabs your mind like a rubber band is like, oh, you're on fucking thought for she's fucking rolling fucking hell look at your buddy's face all I gave it to one guy dude he's like I went to Narnia lived a whole fucking life and came back and he loved me dude he came out of it like dude I fucking love you man like straight up so he said he had an entire life in Narnia straight up dude like honest to god like he dude he's like I was like I had a whole life and I came back whoa so when you hear stories like that it then harkens back to the idea of past lives, you know, and then, it, I mean, dude, thinking about that idea, he might have been dipping, he might have been dipping his, 
Oh, shit. So he probably, like, dipped right back into that, that life. I mean, shit. I mean, what if a past life is in a sense? You know, like, you know sometimes how you zone out? Yeah. You can't daydream? What if in those moments you actually are slipping into that life and we, we just forget that we did slip into that life? I mean, that just popped in my mind right now when you said that. Yeah, that's right. That whole idea right there. Write that shit down somewhere. Yeah, I like this. Until you go into that zone and now you're like, and then, because you forgot the guy who was sitting here. Right. And you just kind of go off and let your mind flow back into whatever. <laughs> yeah, and then all of a sudden you wake up in this moment thinking that's familiar to you, but really maybe it's another dimension you just now travel to. I mean, I'm just jamming on the what if you're based on what you just said because it was like, because it's crazy to think that. I mean, that's just amazing to me that he came out of it and he goes, I lived an entire life in Narnia. I mean, you know, just just that idea of like living an entire life and not just in this kind of realm, but a beautiful, magical realm. I love that idea. Right? Isn't that amazing? It's absolutely brilliant. And it was crazy to me because I've done the same thing and tried to warn people, but you can't warn people about that trip. Right, 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 right. Like the most hardcore people that I know that are solid framed, like come out of that and be like, you gotta warn a motherfucker. And I'm like, dude, you can't warn anybody, you just gotta do it. <laughs> and you know, and it's a, it's a decision for everybody. Like, I've had people, like, I've given it to people, and they come out of there, like, looking at me like, you Like, you did that on purpose. And I'm like, no, some people like it. You know, the thing is, is maybe people, because, you know, sometimes when we don't have bearings, or we don't have our bearings, or we don't feel comfortable in a situation, um, sometimes fear immediately sets in. So people really, are, you know, use that moment to really kick into shape and go, I'm here right now, whatever's going on, I'm going to, you know, commit to this and figure it out. Some people, when there's something unfamiliar, they're like, ah, and they shrink into it and they get fearful, and then the demons start coming out. So maybe there are those moments where, I mean, what, like you were saying, with the roller coaster thing and see your friend's face. I mean, if one of those people saw that kind of thing, you never have a frame of reference for something like that. You're like, ah, you know, it's like, right? So then they're probably, you know, it probably, but I think because you kept being sort of that astronaut, you know, the major Tom, going out there in the galaxy and experimenting with it, you had that familiarity with the territory. So when something completely crazy happens, you're like, oh, it's cool. You know, like this is this is a, this is here for my entertainment. Yeah, totally. Yeah, take what what it, from you what you will, dude. So like when I, whenever I've done LSD, whenever when I found out that your whole brain is firing off. When you're Dude, so every time that I know I'm crying balls, because I gotta, I gotta remind myself, it's like in a dream when you're like, I'm dreaming. So time to, dream, you know, let's see if we can control this. So I'm just like, yeah, let's bomb some shit. Like, let me see if I can work through stuff. Because you know, the people are microdosing, like programmers and people in like computer industries. Every every uh, attempt to hit acid every three to four days, and people are aren't taking Adderall. They're having blocks of work and fucking creating new ways to get around them. But dude, MRIs of our brains on acid, dude. The, the, it's like a storm, dude. The whole thing's firing up. Parts that don't Dude, the double helix DNA strand, it was thought up and drawn by a guy on LSD before the technology was there to see what a DNA strand was called. You know? That's why, you know what's so interesting? How did you see that? Because it's in And, you know, these things are deserve to be paid attention to because... You know, there there are these sort of there's this sort of like this mindset where it's like I believe in science, and if science doesn't tell me that that's what it is, and they don't put their stamp of approval on it, I'm not going to believe it. It exists. 
and it's like, holy cow. That's, that's like really good. That, I don't know if that's really what science is about or not. The concept is, is that when you learn about something, you're seeking answers. So you're gathering information and you're filtering it through a process that's tried and true. And at the end, you get results that usually are not expected or maybe expected. But you're not really answering any questions. You're opening new doors to new questions that you didn't think to ask. So that's what it is. And if, and if you're, you're, you're argument is if science doesn't give you the answers like automatically right out of the gate, then you just are confused and you don't know what the scientific method is about. It, it creates this environment where you get to learn something that teaches you to ask a question that you never had thought to ask. And that's what it is. And that's amazing that's so kick-ass. And you know what's so crazy about that is that as a result of it, like, it's crazy, like, these people have to create this specific mechanism in order to see this particular frequency, you know, in order to realize the existence of this brand new being that they can never see before unless they have that specific instrument that enable them to see it. Oh, yeah, dude. Dude, thank you. Holy cow, looks like we got more of these. Hey, did I, uh... Did I get, hey, did I get you one of these? Yeah. Thank you so much. You guys were so fun. Oh my God, thank you so much. I have one already. Oh, you do, you do. And I gave you me answer. Oh my God, yes. Oh yes, oh yes. Holly, did I get one of these yet? Yeah. I got you though, that's our band. That's our band. Did you get one of these? Yeah. Oh no, oh yeah, let me get one of those. I'll be right back, you guys. I gotta return some of these. Oh my god, dude! Thank you for sharing your wisdom, you guys. I love, I love talking about this stuff, you guys. My favorite, you guys. This is so, this is my favorite kind of conversation because we unpack each other's brains and we find the Venn diagrams of those commonalities. I things out, dude. I'm gonna fucking spread some shit and fucking think about some more things. How beautiful! Is that this trip heightens these kinds of conversations? The awareness that we should be fucking Oh my god, dude. Oh my god, dude. Maybe in the next two years they'll extend the cruise one more I don't know, dude. They're like, get out of here. They shut down the booze and shit last night. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Oh my god. Somebody figured it out, dude. They're like, they're not going to bed. We need to feed them, get them water. So they had fucking these guys just tired as fuck. Trays of waters and chicken. <laughs> Trays of waters and chicken. Dude, that's brilliant. We gotta get rid of these. Guys. They're like, it's not gonna help if they don't eat. Yeah, that's so true. You guys, did I give you any of these yet? Oh, I did. Okay, great. You're welcome. I just discovered a new treasure trove. It's Superhero, and you're listening to Inspirado Projecto.